Yes, hello. 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 me this this fucker is recording the call it says and it's yeah. got an arrow pointing to your little thumbnail image yep i'm the says, culprit i'm the fucker, fucker. <laughs> this fucker <laughs> this fucker this fucker it's recording you uh, how, yeah. how, how are your teeth doing hmm i got the uh extra polish today nice so they have that super slick feeling yeah i like that i like that yeah you know slick teeth slick you know and then you get your wool sweater out and you chew on it a little bit so it squeaks yeah Little flex of aluminum foil. Jesus. Like ginger ale, man. Off to a strong start. It's not tooth hurty anymore, so I'm not at the dentist. (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel like you hated it, all of that. All of the two, 2.30 thing? I didn't necessarily... I don't think I hated it. I was just genuinely perplexed. I was Googling, like, movie quote, 2.30 going to the dentist. Like, do they say this in, like, something I should have seen? Is it, like, in The Godfather? I don't remember. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah Michael Corleone <laughs> makes a tooth-hurty dentist joke... To his brother right before he has him shot in the face. <laughs> Sorry, back of the head. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Uh, no, it's just because it sounds like my tooth is hurty. Tooth hurty. <laughs> I, I yeah I you I get got it, now. it now. It took you me know. a while. Even when yeah. you said like Say no, I was just like. Because you sent that, and then like 10 minutes later, I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> even then, even then, it took a while. I eventually got it. <laughs> now I'm on the same page. I'm wondering if maybe... Do, do you pronounce things in your head when you read them at all? I do. But okay. I never, I did not, I was not able of making the leap from 2.30... <laughs> to tooth hurty like i i don't know i mean it's the worst i just thought like once you got it i just figured you were pissed <laughs> or like, disgusted oh, not pissed but like disgusted i mean at that point it had lost any humor like like I think over text it may not have worked like in person well that's like, the point 2:30 <laughs> and you're like Oh, two thirty. That's when I'm. Oh, that's when I'm going to the dentist. And I'm like, what? And you're like, yeah, two thirty. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's maybe it's a groaner, but this was like forty five minutes of deep <laughs> introspection. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> interrogating the universe, trying to understand what what the what the heck was going on. You got. Did you say heck? Anyway, I did say heck. Jesus. Um, <laughs> you got to put the time in for something like that. You know, it yeah. either works right away, like in a split instant, mm-hmm. and then it's like okay, f- <laughs> right. Or you got to take at least forty five minutes. Uh, there's no in between for that kind of thing. I just thought maybe it was a little too whimsical for you. Um, and uh, I also thought, because we were on Time Bandits podcast, we might as well pimp that because we spent enough time on there. I think it's worthwhile yeah. to give it a shout out. So we yeah. were on Time that. Bandits Minute. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know when our ep is coming out. I have a feeling it may be at least several months from now. Probably. Probably, but we'll tease it up. It'll be out there somewhere. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Um, some people are years behind on this show, so you know they, right. the internet might not exist by the time people are listening to this. This may be only this show, Gutter Balls. I'm talking about now, and I'm talking about Gutter Balls now. May only be accessible via cassette tape or burned CD minus R's by the time most people listen to it could be you don't know we need to press some wax well so after all electricity electronics are gone you can still like take a paper a a piece of paper needle piece of paper something like that you take run it it along you can still hear our dulcet tones you use your hand you get a pencil you put the vinyl piece of vinyl with grooves in it down on the pencil with one hand you spin the pencil eraser part Mm -hmm. turn and try to maintain the speed as best you can and you put the needle in the groove and you can get somewhat of a sense of what was happening in the future there are people rebuilding society based entirely on this podcast do you ever they're like this is the wisdom of the ancients it must be obeyed you you know about my anxiety when it comes to thinking about doing many many small tasks building up to a complete larger task and then not having the like you fucked around too much and now you don't have the time you have to tile your whole bedroom you know mm-hmm. with the tic-tac size tiles but you've only done like four tic-tacs in the corner and now you know the the boss is coming or my i can hear my dad driving down the driveway and i was supposed to have it all tiled <laughs> and yeah. i yeah. i now have about 28 seconds to tile the entire floor of the room mm-hmm. and the panic that that is but what about you could take that to a different extreme everybody's gone it's just you the earth now has reset to pre-humanity mm-hmm. we haven't built anything or done anything or invented sh- we're not around you know okay it's greenery and forests Gotcha. Fucking dinosaurs. Who knows what? Maybe no dinosaurs. I don't even want to bring the like danger element into it. It's mm-hmm. a passive, placid place. Yes. You don't die. You can't die. Okay. And you have to now both build, well, invent all the things and build all the things and create the built world up to and exactly including everything to the moment where you were sent back to this time and you have 
as fucking long as that takes. Like, like you have to like rebuild like everything. Like I need everything. to build a Every like Taj Mahal. Thing. Yes, I have to rebuild uh, St. Petersburg Tony, Square. Not even that. Like yes, all of that, but also even the small things. Right. Cardboard boxes that contain my like CO2 cartridges. I got to build the CO2 cartridges. I got to learn how to like <laughs> you know make metal into things. I got to mm-hmm. create like alloys. I got to right. harvest <laughs> the shit to make alloys. I got to figure out how <laughs> what that is. Is it rocks? Do I bust open rocks and there's little pieces in there and do I just smelt it? What's smelting? I got to build smelters. I have to make all the pencils like, <laughs> you know, and yeah, of yeah. course, eventually I'll get to the Taj Mahal and St. Petersburg, whatever. But how long do you think it would take? Well, considering like 10 years, at least I was going to say more like 15. And that's, but yeah, right. That's all you're doing. Yeah. So 50, you would take some breaks then is what you're saying. 15 Well, I'm years. accounting for sleep. You might not be. That could be the difference. Well, that's a good question. I, yeah, I don't think there was sleep, but you know what? You could take as many breaks as you want, but that just prolongs it. Yeah. Well, you have to at least stay well rested to keep up that pace, I think. So I think 15 is, is good. I mean, maybe you could do it a little quicker if you needed to, but like, why put yourself through all that trouble? You got all the time in the world. Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's no ticking clock here. Like, the sun's not going to go red giant and consume the earth. None of you don't have to worry about that. As far as like world ending events go and your own impending doom, don't have to worry about it. It's just once you finish everything, you get it right back to the state it was in, then you're good. And then you can like return to normal humanity. Right. Then everyone else just reappears. Yeah. And it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Only you are aware of the vast gulf of 10 to 15 years that it's taken you to build the entire interstate system in this country and every other mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the ancient cathedrals. Right. Modern skyscrapers. Every American flag ever made, whether it's plastic or cloth. Mm-hmm. All the different variations of the flag, <laughs> every variation of every country's flag, mm-hmm. and all of the little tchotchke versions of every country's flag. <laughs> I think there's well over a billion iPhones in the world, so. I mean, just, you gotta build the factory to manufacture them. You gotta figure out the technology. Right. You have to, like, head to the Congo to harvest the rare earth minerals that are necessary. <laughs> You just, just getting to the Congo. Yeah, that right. That's like a whole week right there. For God's that's sake. Like two weeks. You got to build the boat to get you to the Congo. You got to build every boat. You I mean, I guess initially. What about like the International Space Station? Do you got to put that back up there? Fuck. Yes, you do. Oh, well, then we better add a couple extra months. You got to put rovers like on fucking years. Mars, man. You I'd gotta send Viger out there. This may yeah. take more than fifteen years. Yeah, it may take closer to like 17. a whole lifetime. I was gonna say a whole one human lifetime, like average lifetime. I mean, like yeah, seventy I, I years. Could like, say that. I mean, really, there's a wide 
ang- wide gulf here of like this estimation. I, I would say yes. It could definitely take that long, potentially, because there's probably a lot we're not accounting for. You want to under-promise and over-deliver, generally. So I would say, just for the sake of safeties, it's going to take me one average human lifespan. Mm-hmm. 70 to 75 years. That's accounting for sleeping. You might fuck around for a little while. Do you, you know? need to release so much carbon in the atmosphere to match the billions of people yes. that are living on this planet? Of course. Yeah. So there's a lot of little details like there's that. There's so many details. Doing any one of the things, you need to like... <laughs> You need to make all the glasses cleaner cloths in the world. Okay, go. There's the little papery, moist towelette versions. There's the cloth ones. You have to make all of them. What is it? Cotton? You got to grow all the cotton. What are the moist towelettes ones made out of? What are they made out of? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. Paper? You got to figure it out. Is it paper? They don't disintegrate. They're moist. It's right there in the name. Yeah, that's a good question. These are the questions. How do you even figure it out? So it's not even just the physical manufacturing of all the shit and making it all happen. It's you have to do the mind work of whatever, like 40,000 years of Homo sapiens building upon like knowledge, you know? So you have to do every step of the knowledge part of every human and then build on it. So even just one little pathway of that knowledge building journey (laughs) would take like just the knowledge building journey to manufacture moist towelettes in a self-contained package. You have to do all of that because people get like little uh, head starts because somebody else has already put the mind work in, you know, Mm -hmm. but you have to do all of the mind work basically because it's only you, you don't get to stand on anybody else's shoulders and have the benefit of any of their knowledge and mind work. Do you need to recreate every book that exists? Fuck yes. Yes. You have to make the world exactly as it is when you were sent back. You need to make YouTube servers yes. and fill it with the videos of all these people that don't exist. <laughs> that a. one might be a little challenging. That's challenging. How would you even know? And how would you like... <laughs> I don't know, give yourself some kind of like cosmetic surgery to look like every different YouTuber that ever existed. Deep fakes? Deep, yeah. So I was thinking you could do some kind of deep, you have to invent that. But yeah, that could be part of a deep fake. You'd have to recreate all of the pornography that exists also. This can start to get ugly, man. (laughs) Especially if there's only one of you. Yeah. You have to recreate... You have to fill... It didn't take long for this to go to porn, you know? Well... Isn't that always the case? Well, you know, porn... Some people say that, like, you know, sex is the driver of a lot of these, like, new technologies. Innovations and shit. Sure. Um, The, the, uh, you know, you'd have to fill all of these, like, I don't know, sewage treatment plants with feces. Yeah. That's a lot of shitting. That's going to take a lot of effort. I think you're going to say on more than one occasion, shitters were full. You'd have to like, yeah, you'd have to to learn how to shit like a Jedi. How do Jedis shit? I think they can shit as much or as little as they want using the force. Horrifying. 
So they they could actually you'd have to like yes, like you know be like Anakin Skywalker you know. That's how he murdered those children. Yeah, or you know like they created this Death Star to blow up planets, but before that they were just like all right, shit all over them. <laughs> head down there and make the entire planet literally just an ocean of your feces. Okay. All right. Be back in ten. Yep. In some ways, that's a fate worse than planetary destruction. Yeah, maybe. Just Drowning like planetary annulment due to One mile all life forms being shit. drowned in shit. Yeah. It's like, sure, the like a, your planet exploding, you might have a sense of like the fireball approaching, and there's a little moment of horror, but it's over in a blink then. You don't drown in Jedi shit. I'll take the no. fireball and the couple moments of panicked horror over drowning in Jedi shit, I think. Yeah. I mean, what I does Jedi so. shit taste like? Do we even know? I just it, imagine it tastes like regular shit. I thought but it would taste like oregano or something, like some I guess, sort of spice. I guess, uh, you know, you know, or maybe old, slightly uh, perfumey. Darth, the master of evil, he could, uh, you know, make it uh, taste like anything he wanted, I guess. Well, we're talking about Jedi shit, though, not Sith shit. Well, that's true. I guess I was not being specific enough or overly specific and that I think any kind of force user has the power of shit. Or maybe it is only, it would make sense if that was only a Sith power. Seems like more of a Sith power, doesn't it? Like the lightning bolts out of the fingers. Right. There's no use for those really except for Garmin Bozia. Yes. Yeah, that's a good, that is a good, uh, that's a good analogy. The Garmin Bozia scene in Twin Peaks The Return. (laughs) Just on a planetary scale. <laughs> and instead of coming out of a mouth, it's coming out of an anus. Yeah. Yeah. Like a human centipede <laughs> situation. Jesus Christ. All right. This has gotten out of hand. I this guess. This little thought experiment. I guess, you know, but that's why they're called thought experiments. Instead of thought nice little walk in the parks right what about long hundreds now a long hundred okay i, I was unaware I can tell of you this about concept. long hundred what that is you talked about it you sent, sent a link to, to me you, didn't yeah. i yeah yeah did we i send a link to it? it yeah oh i thought i just sent you the phrase i was just imagining when you said that that i, I would just sent you the phrase with no context a maybe long you hundred. did maybe you did but i searched it then you found it okay yeah, that's I what, did. yeah i did maybe maybe it. i did send the video i don't know i don't remember it is a d- cool it's an interesting concept i thought yeah how because hundred used to mean 120 <laughs> yeah because it was 12 based counting system fucking why now 12? why did it mean 144 i don't know but they have 12 fingers back then like what the fuck yeah it's a good question well they could have counted like now i've seen different different like counting systems like instead of counting on your fingers like you go up your fingers and then you go like go up your arm like you know like like i think um like the the natives to new zealand had like a like they would count up to like 36 on their body or something like that hmm. what what are they counting exactly well the same way we might keep track of counting on our hands you know one two three four they what did would, they have 36 of though well they would count the fingers 
And I don't know. I'm going to just say in for general. I don't know exactly where they were. But so let's say you count on one hand up to five. Then you can maybe do something like close your fist. And that's six. Then you okay. put well, your clever. index finger of your other hand like on your wrist. And that's seven. Then to your elbow, that's eight. Then to your shoulder, that's I mean, I was just uh, going to stop with like that's one, two, three, four, five on your fingers. Close your fist. That's six. If you do that with both hands, that's 12. Well, that's where I was going to ultimately get to. That could right. have been 12. Yeah, something like that. Or you start right. with a closed fist. Closed fist right. is one. one. Then you have two, three, four, five, six. Right. Add the other closed fist. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. With the Meanwhile, fingers. the Mayans are like, you simpletons. Close to right. to zero. Yes, exactly. But yeah, in the like, I don't know, whenever this was, like the 1300s or something, when they were still in uh, England or Britannia or whatever, you know, remnants of that culture that did that, when you said 100, in essence, there was still 12 base counting going on. So 100, which originally meant 120, was changed to mean 10 when they went to a base 10 system. But some people would still think of 100 meaning 120. And so you'd call that a long 100. Do you mean a long 100? If you needed to clarify. Yeah, you had to specify it. So just interesting, man, the way this shit shakes out. (laughs) It is. It is. Long hundreds. That's the thing you typed at me. Yeah. Did I type anything else interesting well, at you lately? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a short segment this week. Um, but yeah, this is the segment called "Things Brad Typed at Me." Um, it, well, first off, here, eyeglass screwdriver in the scrotum. That's a thing that you typed at me. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and um, but that was totally uh, in context. It made total sense, right? I, yes. Yeah, it did. It did. I didn't like to think of it that way, and I guess that was the point. But, um, and then this isn't really, it wouldn't be that interesting to, because you didn't type it. You copied and pasted this thing, but here, I'll just say YouTube link to American versus British pronunciation <laughs> of penis. Yes. All right. Which, as far as I could tell, here's the here's the two versions. American pronunciation of penis ready penis and then here's the british pronunciation of penis penis yeah that's about it's all i could muster that's about it that's about it there's um i feel like the british one is curiously a little more upbeat a little shorter and it's got more of these floral notes yeah. Like short, like poppier vowels, you know? Yeah, I'd agree with that. And the Americans got that sort of slowness to it, penis. Yeah. <laughs> and the British are like, penis. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. If that makes any sense. Well, they play the American version. They play both twice. And the American version, they say at first, penis. And then I feel like it's like somehow like artificially even slowed down. Yeah, they like, slow it down so you can so get you all can the nuance. Hear it, yeah. hear the like inflection perfectly yeah but then they never do that with the british version don't need to i guess it's It's right up front penis 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 Penis. (laughs) i mean just penis uh, just a you know eight second youtube video of someone saying penis four times at different speeds 
is a nice find, I think. I think it was nice. I mean, that's why very, I included it. It was a fun little surreal audio clip. I was thinking, you know, we could we should incorporate that into the show. Like, it could be our new, uh, like, opening... Theme music. Theme music or something. I mean, music is maybe... I mean, I guess, you know, everything is technically music, you know? A bunch of sounds that we make. Yeah. So this could be Fucking this could music. be our this could be a piece of music. <sighs> Hi, welcome to Gutter Balls. Penis. Penis. You know, pretty good. God, fucking music, man! You got to make all the music, Brad. Yeah, that would take hard. Just imagine you have to recreate all the fish shows. Oh my God! Alone. You know what? It's going to take two lifetimes. I forgot about all them. Yeah. That's a lot of fish shows. You got to do all the parts. You got to recreate mm-hmm. all the screaming of the crowd. <sighs> That's depressing. But on the other hand, on the bright side, it makes me not feel as bad about trying to tile my whole floor with Tic Tac sized porcelain tiles. Yeah. That seems like... That'd only probably take you like five years. Right. That's an easy lift. So that's probably... That's pretty easy compared to recreating everything in the universe. Taking you roughly like 140, 160 years. Well, not the universe. To now. Just the Earth. Right. Just the Earth. its orbit. Well... And some things out in the solar system. And I guess one thing just past the edge of the solar system. Debatable. Debatably. What do you mean, well? What? what? I got to make things out beyond the solar system? No, you don't. But I, I, I may say all of the things... Everything's connected? No, I you, guess... You, me, uh, the rock, the ship? That, that's not where I'm going with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to this fact that everything in the... Everything man-made... To create everything... Recreate everything man-made in the universe is the same as recreating everything man-made in our solar system or a little beyond it. Okay, sure. Because I'm assuming there's nothing man-made out there, which wow. may or may not be true. You know, they got ancient astronauts. You got all sorts of possibilities, I guess, to contend with. You got ancient... Who has ancient astronauts? Some people have that idea in their head, I guess. What do you it mean? seems to have died down. What, what do you mean? Are you, are you watching Nat Geo again? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not watching that. But I mean, that's been a thing my whole lifetime. Maybe not. Quite, I don't know. Ad- when did Eric Von Daniker write that Chariots of the Gods that popularized that idea? I don't know. You're just talking about the Earth being visited by other civilizations. Yes, I'm talking oh, about. Okay. I'm not. The, uh, yeah, I'm not talking about any of that shit. This is just human Earth-based terrestrial humans. All of the shit that they've created. Yes, That's, but if an astronaut, an, uh, but if in ancient times, or even in modern times, aliens came, abducted people, took them back to their other home world, you got to worry about recreating that stuff over there that the humans did. This or is those a very, humans safe from this? It's a very simple thought experiment that I'm trying to conduct here, and it doesn't involve ancient astronauts taking humans off planet okay just keep it simple keep it to the 70 to 160 years 
that it would take to create all this is a, it's so simple why are you trying to muck it up man well you're the one making the distinction between the universe and the solar system distinction like there's not well there's a distinction between those two concepts but in terms of man right if if you're going to say you don't I have to create over- everything man made in the whole universe just in the solar system there's an implication that perhaps there could be man-made things out beyond the solar system I think you're overstating our sphere of influence. So common for you humans, the hubris of it. Yeah. Well, I think, again, I'm not saying we would have influence per se. I'm just saying, you know, uh, 4,000 years ago, aliens came here, took some humans back to their world, and now they're living in a zoo somewhere. More of a Vulcan. But here you are. You're all Kirk all the time, aren't you? I don't know. Vulcans are portrayed as being super arrogant and super Vulcan centric, which is But at is least logic driven. Yes. Or so they think, right? They think they're so logic driven, they're superior, but. This sounds like heresy to me, <laughs> what you're doing right now. Started what, besmirching as a simple... Vulcans? Yeah. Yeah. This know. the nerd culture is going to reject you, Brad. I don't know. I think it's if you been start well trash talking Vulcans. That the Vulcans have uh, some issues, right? And there's definitely some hiccups in the human-Vulcan relationship at first, for sure. You think Vulcans are proud compared to humans? Like, arrogant compared to humans? So if you're going to compare the fictional Vulcans to the real-life humans today... Wait, now we're... Probably not. Who's drawing lines now between (laughs) fictional... And quote unquote real. Or if you're talking fictional Vulcans versus the fictional humans that are their contemporaries, it's yeah. more of a draw. It's a draw, he says. And it depends on which century we're talking about. It's lame. Are we talking about the 22nd century? The it's a 23rd? Cop out. The 24th? 24th. Come on. Okay. It's well, a I'm cop just saying, out, Star though. Trek, there have been Star Trek series equal. set That's in all those out. centuries. What? What? Yeah. What'd you say? I didn't hear you. I said Look. there's been Star Trek series set in all those centuries. I'm talking 24th century. All right. You're talking like next gen time. Yes. Period. It's Late my go-to. You century. know, that's my go-to. Yeah. Does that change your, your arrogance calculus at all? I'm recalculating. Recalculating. Yeah, I guess so. Yes, it does. I think. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm willing to listen. I mean, in the 23rd century, you had, uh, some Vulcan extremists, logic extremists out there, like conducting like bombings and shit. Yeah. You get those fringes, you know, you yeah, don't, yeah. you don't want to take anything too far to the extreme. Right. right. And you can't take the fringe and try to make it representative. I guess the point is even with their logic, it can be just contorted. Yeah. Just right? as bad just as some, anything else. I mean, I've yeah. been to the edge. I've, I've stood and looked down, lost a lot of friends there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, <sighs> did you see the video I sent you? Did it play the penis video? Here's what <laughs> no. happened when you sent me that video, not the penis video. When you sent me that, it was just I heard the audio, but be- before anything, any anything audio-wise actually happened, it was just stuck on a still frame. Yes. Of like this cheesy-looking explosion. And yes. I knew immediately what it was. <laughs> and, uh, but it didn't, didn't actually play 
You knew what it was because you watched the movie? Well, I didn't watch the whole I just watched up through our... I haven't finished that movie still. Okay. Because this is toward the end. Well, they go back to it then because he's blowing people up towards the beginning. Like, at least in the... Like, up through the 54th minute. Unless somehow I looked... Oh, you're right. He was blowing some people up. Some people were giving him guff. I mean, they weren't even giving him guff. They were just kind of honestly curious about like why he couldn't escape if he's right. so all powerful and he just blows them up. Yes. Um but the explosions looked so I mean very sparky. I don't like these sparky explosions. Yes. When Joss Whedon and I were making the space movie, we were trying to blow stuff up and we were using like firecrackers and stuff. And when it's all sparky like that, you can tell that it's just it's kind of cheap. It's on yes. the cheap, you know, and I yes. don't like that. And I felt like they tried to sort of beef up the realism of these explosions by like playing it in reverse first and then forwards or something weird, you know, explodes and then in reverse and then explodes again. Right. They right. did something weird with the timing of it to try to make it look, yeah. ooh, it's crazy. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. thought I was kind of stupid. Well, the part of this that's noteworthy is, I don't know, how, for what happens, the amount of detail they go into the explosion. And for and for everyone's benefit, the listener in ears, I'll just explain it. Because for some reason, Slack won't play the video right. Although if you download it, it will play. Well, did you get it off of, oh, you didn't get it from I, I recorded it with my the, my TV with the phone I just did one of those things why well, I, I don't know why it's not playing yeah it's slack I don't know slack you could upload not. it to the YouTube or <laughs> gutterballs well, YouTube channel no, it's right well I mean if you want to see it you could just right click and download what it. if the, the goddamn listeners want to see it Brad they'll just have to figure it out for their own I'll describe it right <laughs> now so well it is if they've seen it you know it's gonna the take you a guy, lot longer to recreate the entire built world if this is your attitude man maybe you gotta you know maybe you just gotta cut through the muck sometimes and get something done instead of fiddling with uploading videos i'm just gonna explain it i want you to do both but go ahead all right so again yes it's the evil guy and he's blowing people up and he blows up his henchmen fine like he said i mean evil guy he's he's just evil right Yes. He's like the concept of evil. Right. His name is evil. His name is evil, but he is evil. But he is also evil. He's supposed to be like the devil. I don't fully get why. Like, it's obviously supposed to be God and the devil, but they're playing some weird game where they don't call it God or the devil. They call it the supreme being and evil. Right. But Which to me, just automatically supreme being outranks evil. Yeah. Well, God outranks the devil, too. So, yeah, it all it all tracks. It all tracks. But... He blows up his henchman, and then he goes, Benson! And it's a a dog. The dog is laying there and looks up at him, hmm? And then the dog explodes. And you talked about the cheap explosion, but this dog explodes. There's, like, dog debris flying everywhere, like pieces of fur. And you hear the dog sound of the dog exploding, like a... As it it blows up. (laughs) That's horrible. And I'm like, that probably scarred a lot of kids. It scarred me, for F's sake. (laughs) <laughs> what is this heck and f sake stuff you're doing right now you know it's a are you turning some sort question. of weird leaf? i don't know what's going on with that 
I don't know. I can't you don't explain swear it. anymore now? I don't have all the answers. What the heck, man? God I, I damn just it, don't it's know. spreading. Sometimes, it, you know, I, I do not take a lot of time to think about my words before they come out. So You don't say. <laughs> you don't, yes. So I was I just mean, so literally, taken you aback don't say. <laughs> by the dog <laughs> exploding. To make it clear what you're saying. God damn it, Jenna. That is true. Okay. That is true. Yeah, that's uh, that's real bad. And the, I, and I this isn't that. something where he blows up the dog and then like the dog comes back to life. The dog is just dead. Right. In bits and furry little bits. The dog has been blown up now. Meat pieces. I will say the one maybe reason we don't care that the dog got blown up is because this dog was originally one of Evil's henchmen, which earlier in the movie he turned into a dog. Uh, it's not really a dog. Like instead of the man dog. Yeah, so it's like a man inside the dog. So that somehow is man dog better. <laughs> it is but, better. It is better. But just but even though but still just visually you are seeing like this isn't a dog puppet. This is a literal dog. Yeah. Exploding pieces of like fur, like scraps of of skin with fur on them flying in all 360 degrees. Like As the you hear the dog cry out in pain. Head exploding. Is that scanners? I think so. Never seen yes. it. Yes. It's like that, but with a dog. Right. And it's, again, one of the many things. So here's another thing. That seemed you know, wildly inappropriate for some fantastical children's movie. Yeah, it really did. I was like, what's going on here? They just blew up the dog. And what was with, since we're on the topic of this, sure, and when we were sure, on the guest, sure, I was sure. going to bring this up, but I was maybe a little afraid to, but I was going to do it anyway, <laughs> but I just never got around to it. I guess can't, there was, can't live in fear, man. You know, you know, we only recorded for about five and a half hours, so I couldn't really get to everything. Didn't I wanted have to enough, bring up. quite enough time. Yeah. Is what was Michael Palin's character's personal problem? Who's Michael Palin? Michael Palin is from Monty Python. Which one is he? I, I don't when know. When they one he went, is. when the Time Bandits, the titular Time Bandits, went to like the time of Robin Hood. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. They're like in indistinct Middle Ages. They say right, right. John Cleese as Robin Hood. Yes, and there was the woman and the guy in like the carriage, the lovers. Shelley Duvall from The Shining was I one may, of them. I may have walked out of the room for that moment. All right. I don't remember the carriage. And then they get robbed by bandits and tied to a tree. Not time bandits, act like regular bandits. And then the time bandits are like, hey, we're bandits too. Let's be friends, bandits. Well, yeah, I remember the bandits. They got strung up from in the trap. Yeah. And then he had to convince the other bandits that they too were bandits. And yes. then they let them go. Yes. Okay. Those bandits had previously H- robbed the people in this okay. carriage. Okay. Okay. I don't... I must have... There was a long scene, and you didn't get to the point, because you stopped watching at our minute, so you didn't get to the point where these two people reprise their characters, but in a different time on the oh. Titanic... Oh, okay. There's a lot of ins and outs. Sure. Hmm. So Shelley Duvall and Michael Palin are playing these characters. I got to look up what Michael Palin looks like. And 
they're in this carriage and he's they're like saying whatever like oh at last we can like be together we can you know be lovers get married whatever it is they're saying right she seems like she's like a princess or some kind of aristocrat. They both seem like aristocrats. His name is Vincent. I forget what her name is. And they're talking about how their future is so bright and, you know, we can go whatever. Something is resolved and now we can be together. And and the woman is like, but what about your uh, personal problem? <laughs> and he kind of like looks down like at his lap and is like, oh, no, it's all fine. All cleared up. No problems there. Nothing wrong. And she's like, oh, are you sure? He's like, yes. All, all, all good. And I forget. He says something else. I don't know. He says some things. In essence, it obviously seems like they're talking about like. Erectile he, dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction. Okay. And that okay. is around the time when I wrote you saying like, not only right. did they have a scene of attempted suicide. Multiple scenes. Multiple attempted suicide. They have a erectile dif- d- dysfunction bit you right, know right. it goes on for a, 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 like too long it's like why are we even looking at these people because it never really pays off it's more just like oh let's put a little comedy bit in here with these actors like it's like maybe oh the grown-ups will like this part you know put some yeah you know at the time famous people Shelley Duvall and Michael Palin doing a little comedy routine and it's like, but did it have to be a common routine about erectile dysfunction? But that is not the weird, but I thought I was understood it. Yeah, I think there's a little more there. They get later, they're tied to the tree. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at an image of that right now. They're like, the you know, tied to this giant tree. And I I forget exactly what happens. It's like, you know, the, ba- the, the real bandits tied them up, robbed them. Eventually the time bandits come across them. And the time bandits like, don't help them don't rescue them or anything they're like maybe they're going to but then they get distracted and they all start running away and uh you know they're ups you know they're, they're upset or whatever <clears throat> and then michael palin says he's like honey my personal problem it's happening i need some fruit okay um, so he got an erection from being tied to a tree Yes, and he needs some fruit and probably water to keep the erection going. A friend of mine, and I'm not going to name any names this time for real, uh, told me a story about how um, he was sort of sexually trained by this <laughs> this woman. And the key to going over and over for a long time, all night long if necessary, was to eat plenty of fruit and drink water okay so this is an erectile dysfunction joke but i also think they're maybe they're trying to make a gay joke like maybe she turned him straight or the tying to the tree turned him straight or something and now he has an erection this is 1981 so like i just feel like there's something untoward and yucky here more than just erectile dysfunction i mean i am i i I was able to imply the fruit thing might be some kind of folk thing you know like 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 eating oysters have you heard that yes yes and the only reason i know that is because it's like a, a stock joke right you know that's i don't know it from like real life in any way i only know it from as a a joke 
Yeah. Like, you know, that I just learned from a young age that there's some connection there. You know, like John Larroquette and Night Court. Like, I need two dozen raw oysters. Like, it was right. like a joke. Right. Um, Got to get okay. the libido supercharged. Where's my yeah. oysters? Yes. Yeah. So I was figuring the fruit is probably something in some similar category. It's a sex longevity trick. This isn't even to like necessarily supercharge your libido right off the bat. This is about longevity now. Right. You got to keep going. But it seemed very odd that in this situation, in this scene. Well, he's tied up. So that has triggered it. Yes. And so it's odd that he says thing. my personal problem. It's happening. Me implying maybe yeah, that I'm overanalyzing it, that his problem is it actually. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I get it, I guess. It just seems very clumsy wording and very odd to put into this ostensibly children's movie. This is it's Britishness poking its head out. No yeah, pun intended. Be. Um, <laughs> could be. I, th I think where it's like, I, you know, like German has words for things that we don't we just and it, i don't think we'll ever be a hundred percent on board with it not like we disagree we just can't understand it because we haven't been raised with those words it's like this british humor sometimes is completely inaccessible to us this might be one of those moments mm -hmm. whereas there's there's just no hope for it even right. if the, you you could understand it conceptually like it wouldn't there it wouldn't resonate yeah it's not funny in any way no it's just bizarre bizarre maybe they oh. like that i mean i like bizarreness but it's bizarre in a way that i can't it's not comprehend. bizarre in a way that's funny i don't think no. it's supposed to be funny because it's bizarre it's supposed to just be like oh they're making jokes about uh penis penises they're making see penis exactly they're not making <laughs> jokes about penis they're making jokes about Penis. Penis, which we now, can't get. Yes, because we're, we're stuck in the penis mindset. We might be able to understand a penis joke, but not a penis joke. Exactly. So this actually, there is actually even another follow-up to this. So I mentioned how they reappear on the Titanic for some reason. Yeah, didn't get there yet. <laughs> they, they, I don't know they, if I'm going to. I told those guys, that I don't think yeah. they will. They're I'm on the sure Titanic. And these, they reintroduce these two actors, I guess, ostensibly playing different people just in a different time. But again, having some weird comedy scene where Michael Palin now has some weird thing on his nose. Like they added a little prosthetic, like some weird little like thing where his nose is kind of like pushed in yet out. Like there's a little divot on his nose, this weird thing on the tip of his nose. And, uh, you know, he's asking... The woman, like, oh, you know, like, let's get married or whatever. We're going to, you know, I love you, all this stuff. And, you know, she's like, yes. And he's like, even with this thing on my nose. And she's like, yes, I love you just the way you are. It's fine. The thing on your nose. Then the time bandits show up. They, like, fall from the sky or whatever. I forget exactly what happens. But it ends up the time bandits, like, end up revealing that he is, like, wearing a toupee. Like, it comes off. that like, gets pulled off. And he's, like, bald under there. You know, like traditional male pattern baldness. And she's all like, oh, you're bald. You've lied to me. This is horrible. I didn't know you were bald. Call, call it off. Oh, wow. And she's like running away and he's running after her and saying like, he says something to the effect of like, 
There's nothing wrong with me. Just the nose and the hair. Nothing else. I promise. And then smash cut to a close-up of a champagne bottle being uncorked with the champagne shooting out. Because there's nothing else wrong with this version of Michael Palin. His champagne uncorks. It was a daring script. Yeah. For a movie aimed at 10-year-olds. I mean, what is a penis if not a waist-level proboscis? Yeah, I guess. there you go. I guess so. Yeah, daring is one way to put it. How about the, the one time bandit is wearing a colander yes. on his head? Yes. And, oh, that's, what's her name? That's Sherry. She just came over to use the shower, you know? You know who I'm talking about? That's my friend Sherry. She just came over to use the shower. <laughs> they sent oh, me. Oh, in, in, I, Le, in Lebowski. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I forget what her name is. Uh, she was a porn actress, though. Yes. She's also a member of uh, Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yes. Church oh. of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yes, and they do wear colanders. Also on known heads. as Pastafarians, and they wear colanders metal colanders on their head could be other i think it's mostly metal colanders but i can't find any connection literal or otherwise to time bandits but it seems like a curious linkage yeah well i think it was like independent you know it was convergent evolution right right because i think terry gilliam was trying to i mean he was Kind of uh, trying to make these time bandits seem like they were... Doofuses? Doofuses. Yeah. I think at the time, in 1981, they would have used the R word. Right, right, right. That was like this idea, this like broad trope stereotype. Right. Kind of. If you're small, you must also have a smaller mental capacity or something. Yeah. And I don't know that he was necessarily trying to connect that to the small. It was just, again, they were trying to create this archetype of like the fool or the court jester or something for these people. I don't know. I think maybe even without thinking about it, (laughs) just because they're small, you know, they're different or something. Yeah. It it was a little troublesome, but like they didn't end up leaning into that too much. You talked about that a little bit on the show, which was good. They didn't overdo it. It seemed like they were going to do that at first, but mm-hmm. then this, this dude is wearing a colander on his head. Like I don't have a helmet. I'm going to wear this colander or whatever. Right. Like why, why do you have a fucking colander on your head? Everybody's not wearing helmets, you know, but now there's yeah. a religion where you wear fucking colanders on your head. Right. Because you worship spaghetti. So it all makes sense there. I, I guess so. Like, if you were to invent the garb for a spaghetti-worshipping religion, you might have something colander-centric. Right. If you're Mm -hmm. making a movie in 1981 with little people, and you're trying to make them seem like these fools, you might put a colander on one of their heads. It's the same relative shape as a helmet. Yeah. I guess we could ask the Kansas State Board of Education. That's a good idea. All right. If anybody has any contacts at the Kansas State Board of Education, can you please let us know? Because we'd like to talk to them about their 2005 decision 
to permit intelligent design as an alternative to evolution in public school science classes. So hit us up at gutterballs.tv. You could send us an email right there and uh, give us some insight into this, but I don't really care about that too much. Just go down to merch, hit merch, and buy a fucking mug. Buy a, a fucking <laughs> mug. Buy an effing mug. What the heck, man? You know, sorry for my language. Buy a heckin' mug. What buy the F? Heckin' mug. What the F? Yeah, do that. Go to gutterballs.tv, click merch, buy a mug. Do it. Gutterballs commemorative mug number one. Sometimes may apply. See five special details. Penis. Penis. Because my